You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging bits of parenting. I'm Siobhan Hunt. When children are small, they can go through illnesses several times a year. Even though most parents would want to stay home with their unwell child, it's not always that easy. Work is not always that flexible, and sometimes taking a day off can mean a day without pay. And so starts the agonising question, can they go to daycare or not? Sarah Hunstead is a former paediatric nurse and director of CPR Kids. She's a working mum with two girls of her own. She's been here before. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm not sick. That's good to know. Yes. I don't mind if I'm sick because I get to stay home and I just look after myself. When I'm when I'm not sick, I have to stay home and, you know, look after a child. Yep. Oh, that was bad parenting comment, wasn't it? No. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's reality. It's true. It's real struggle, isn't yeah. it? Because sometimes you just don't know. I mean, is there a surefire way to know when a child is too unwell to go to daycare? That is the million-dollar question. Mm. Mm. Are you going to tell me the answer? Um, <laughs> if only it was that black and white. And you know what? There are lots of things where it is black and white about whether you send them or not. They have a fever. No daycare. No daycare. No Don't daycare. dose them up on Nurofen or Panadol and send them to daycare. They will know. They will because as soon as that starts to wear off, they'll be calling you and you'll will. be a bad parent. Indeed. Yep. And that whole, oh, I, I, I didn't realise I gave, they just were a bit off, so I just gave them that bit, a little bit of Nurofen. No, I've considered it. Yeah. I have considered it. Mm. Yeah, but no, don't no, do it. it doesn't work. Diarrhea. Vomiting. Yeah, Mm-mm. no, you're not going to send them no, no, definitely not. Mm. Definitely not. Diseases like hand, foot and mouth, any of those common childhood illnesses that you know that they are just, you know, dripping with a bit of pus here, oh. with a little bit of something there. <laughs> no. Sorry for eating and listening to this at the same time. Apologies, I have no filter. <laughs> You're a nurse. Yeah. It's okay. You should come to dinner at our house one day. You should hear the topics of dinner conversation. <laughs> no, thanks. And as much as I'd love to have dinner with your family, Sarah, no. Um, so the the time I think that gets most confusing for parents is when their child has a runny nose because my son had a runny nose for the entire first year of his life. Mum and I actually counted that maybe he had five days without a runny nose. He turned one and it miraculously cleared up. I don't know what was going on. Um, how do you know in that instance if your child has always got a runny nose, whether it's okay to take them or not? Well, if every child who had a runny nose was taken out of daycare, there would be no one in daycare. That's just yeah, good point. Yeah. There wouldn't be anyone in daycare. So we've got to remember that there are multiple causes for a runny nose and we don't necessarily have to keep them home every time they get a runny nose. And what's important to remember too is that it's not about what colour the goo coming out of their nose is. Uh-huh. Often people will believe that green means bacterial infection, antibiotics cannot send them anywhere. But that's actually not true. Uh-huh. Yep. I Tell can... us about snot, Sarah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you'd ask. <laughs> 
So when it comes to snot or mucus, okay, it's often it can be a response to a virus or bacteria or an allergy. And it could be that somebody is at the beginning of their illness. The child could be at the end of their illness and recovering, but the actual color means nothing. You need to look at your child. Are they unwell? Do they have other symptoms? Are they lethargic? Uh, Do you look at them and go, oh, sweetheart, you're not feeling well? Then they shouldn't go. If your child is perhaps at the end of their illness, they've got that green runny nose because what that is, is that it's your body's natural defense mechanism that's gone and sorry, this is a bit of a strange analogy, but it's gone and it's chewed up all of that bacteria or virus. And it's basically the waste disposal system for those bacterial and viral bodies. It's the way of getting that all out and that colors the mucus. So really your child could have gone to the end of their illness. They're ready to go back to school, but they've got that bit of green snot there. It's about looking at your child, not the color. And when it comes to that kind of thing, you know, you go onto any online forum, you'll see a parent complaining about how, you know, I kept my son home and then I took him to daycare and there was little Johnny in the corner with snot dribbling down to his chin and I can't believe they sent him to school when I kept mine home. Um, is there any way of knowing when a child is contagious or not? You said to look at the whole child. Um, if little Johnny is self-contained in his little snotty corner and he's not, you know, spluttering everywhere, is there a chance that he's okay? Um, There's a chance, well, quite a large chance that little Johnny would have picked his nose at some stage and wiped it on the green dinosaur (laughs) that everybody else is fighting over to play with. So little Johnny's probably spread his diseases all over the place. But Uh little Johnny may not be spreading anything at all. He may not be contagious. You could have little Sophie who is not showing any symptoms yet, but she's spreading her lovely infectious disease all over the place, but because that's the nature of her illness. So some illnesses can be spread before somebody even shows a symptom. So (laughs) (laughs) This is not good news, Sarah. No, it's not. (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing. This is horrific. But I do have good news. Okay, good good news. Thank you, thank you. The good news is is that we need to be hosts. We need to have diseases. <laughs> this is not the kind of good news I want to hear. <laughs> we need to build up our immune system. Okay. So that's why that little hotbed at daycare, <laughs> you know what? No, we don't want to stay home with our kids because A, we don't want our kids sick and B, often we've got to be at work. But you know what? We're building up their immune systems. If it is just the occasional gastro and a few colds, you know, for the first few years of daycare, I think we've gotten off lightly not to have any serious illnesses. Sarah, thank you so much for coming in and talking again. You've clarified, I think, when we can send our kids and we're not. I think ultimately it's just when when you say, when you look at them and you know they just feel miserable. Absolutely. Don't send them. Think about you. If you felt like they did, would you want to go to work? Mm, make it on that decision. That sounds a very good way to decide. Sarah, thank you so much for coming in. <laughs> You're welcome. That's Sarah Hunstead. She's the director of CPR Kids and CPR Kids do first aid courses for parents. We'll pop a link up to their website in the notes to this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced by Elise Cooper and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. You can get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.